What should 2022 mean for 2023? One of the things it should mean is that we recognize who is running things. I've heard Secretary Cardona say this over and over again. You know, people do talk about going back to normal. And I've heard Mr. Secretary uh, say, you know, normal wasn't working out so well for, for some people. And so the goal in my mind is not to go back to normal. The goal is to build a very different new normal that has equity much more at the heart of it. That's a guy who is speaking ostensibly about COVID, so-called Dr. Ja. So we need to recognize that across the board, the party is trying to flatten America to build it back up in their image. That has really precise biblical implications. But sometimes, and that guys he's just evil's done through him. He, he is a clever supplicant. But we're also dealing with people who are truly, absolutely minds emptied and owned by the party, like Nina Jankowicz. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. So as we look back at 2022 and look forward to 2023, What should 2022 indicate for us in terms of action steps? Thank you to Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com for supporting the show. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And this is a new show, not a best of. So appreciate the kind notes that everybody, uh, not everybody, a bunch, bunch of people left on the best of stuff. I shy away from that phrase, best of, but what else are you going to call it? Reruns? I guess I could say that. That's more. <laughs> Actually, we did go through and we picked stuff was most downloaded. Most discussed, and then stuff that I enjoyed. So, in in every, I guess it was two out of three of those observable, testable, falsifiable. Third one was admittedly my choice. We can break twenty twenty two into a lot of things, but for me, what's most evident is America is a myth. Now, not our founders. Not our constitution, not what America is supposed to be, but what we've been sold is a myth. And when I say that, I feel like a hippie. I feel like a 1960s hippie. I'm thinking of my um, my late, no, he's still alive. What am I saying? A, a, a late uncle. I don't see him for a pretty good reason, by the way. But I remember him coming up to Spokane where I grew up and sitting in the front yard with he and his girlfriend. And he drove a, a uh, truck and he built a cabin on the back of the truck, a wooden cabin with a wood-burning stove. That's pretty safe, by the way, driving on the freeway with a wood-burning stove and your girlfriend, pregnant girlfriend, I would add, in back. Pretty safe. And I remember her sitting in the front yard playing Puff the Magic Dragon for us. And, man, I was in love little kid, you know, this blonde lady playing this song for us, and she was youngish, and I was, I guess I was, I don't know, preteen. And, oh, America's a myth. Well, I hate to say this, but a lot of what we've been taught just isn't so. And there's a lot that they, that's been revealed. And number one, let us thank God. He promised us all that's hidden will be revealed. He promises us that. He used, in my judgment, an imperfect vessel, and all of us are imperfect. He used Donald John Trump to reveal this to us. Why would God want to reveal this to us? Why would he want us to know that behind the curtain, the United States has become wildly ungodly? Well, it starts by revealing people like this, who God gets to call a fool. We are prohibited biblically from calling other people fools because it means something to God. It means worthless and irredeemable. So instead, I will use the phrase useful idiot because it means something to us. 
And I hope it doesn't, I hope God doesn't think I'm trying to be clever. I'm not. 2022 was the year that we learned that we are being censored, that we are far closer to Cuba just prior to the revolution than we thought, far closer to East Germany. Go and watch the show, The Lives of Others, which is in German and in American subtitle. Go watch that. Go watch Enemy of the State, uh, the Will Smith, uh, Gene Hackman vehicle. Go watch that and reflect upon today and what we know has been true. And what we know with this, with the government, is this is a pattern we need to understand. If they're accusing us of doing it, they're doing it, which makes sense. Because so many of them are Alinskyites. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. That is Nina Jankowitz, a very strange, uh, in my judgment, very narcissistic young woman who almost got to be the minister of truth. But there are multiple ministers of truth. There is the man who pretends to be a woman named Rachel Levin, one of the reasons that I no longer will post on Twitter. We'll do the show post. We'll still have the, the Twitter channel for the show, but me personally, I'm done. If Elon Musk can't stop me for getting banned uh, by point, getting suspended for six days by pointing out that this man is mentally ill, then there's no freedom of speech on Twitter. It's still run by rogue people. So you have uh, these people, ministers of truth. That man, Rachel Levin, wants more censorship of people like me and you who speak the truth about human biology. You have the Department of Homeland Security who wanted in advance to stop people from being able to ask a lot of folks, hey, how come Democrats always catch up with mail-in voting? Isn't that exactly what we were told would happen with all mail-in voting? We know that the FBI was doing far, far more than, quote, just Hunter Biden. They were doing election stuff. In fact, they were meddling to make sure that you don't talk about Ukraine, that you do not question Ukrainian policy. We know that the CIA is involved. We do not, we have free expression if we're talking in small groups, but the invention of social media appears to be exactly what I'd opined for many years. It appears to vent an intel op to divide Americans further into warring camps. And if I want to get super conspiratorial, if I want to really go down the rat hole on this, I will say that maybe they invented this so that hashtags can replace kinetic action as people watch their country being taken from them. Case in point about Nina Jankowitz. If they accuse us of doing it, they're in fact the ones doing it. One of the things that was disinformation this year in 2022 was that hospitals, like Children's Hospital, would ever do something like perform a hysterectomy on a teen girl. After all, That man named Rachel Levin, who is committed to seeing this done to children, Rachel Levin said, oh, I can't imagine life if I had so-called transitioned when I was young. I wouldn't have my kids. That same man wants it done to kids. But it was disinformation that it was happening. And then Libs of TikTok made a phone call. If if you don't mind me asking, um, what is your child gender changing to so I can point you to the right direction? Yeah, well, he transitioned to a uh, male. You know, he already had the top surgery, um, and now we're looking for the hysterectomy. Okay, beautiful. So I'm going to transfer you to the GYN nurse line. One of the nurses will give you a call to give you more information and to let you know the steps and the protocol that they do for that, okay? Okay. So, so they do. So they would do it um, for at the, for that age. Yes. Okay, great. Is it a common procedure that you guys do for for that age? Yes. Um, we have um all different type of age groups that comes in for that. For the gender, for the hysterectomy. So, if the government says it's not happening, it's happening. That should be our assumption. Remember Ronald Reagan's trust but verify? I think our stance in 2023 needs to be distrust and verify. 
I think we need to assume if the government states it, they're lying. I think we need to assume if they accuse others of doing it, it's they themselves who are doing it. I I, I mean, I can give you another example. We're told that this is all medical data. These are all medical experts. These are all credentialed people in an era of credentialism. Let me ask you this. Is your thumb the same exact thing as your eye? Is it? Well, according to this man who pretends to be a woman and is an expert in so-called trans care. All a penis is is just a large clitoris. I mean, let's, we're all, it's all the same material. It really is. Well, by that token, then a penis is also air because it's all the same material. If you want to boil it down that way, everything is all the same material. Or it's, it's, it's all it is. Nothing exists. See, when you get into examining what 2022 was, it's the year that the nonsense became so very obvious to half the country, not even half, though, that we can't, for the life of us, understand how other people can't see it. What's your theory? Here's my theory. Their spiritual blindness has made them utterly blind. You spend enough time around the lie, you become the lie. Need another example? 2022? Do you think that anything in those previous clips indicates helping kids? Anything. Does it sound like healthcare to you? And yet, we get this. Congressperson Green would like to make it illegal, uh, a, a violation of the law, to be kind to trans kids, to help trans kids really by stopping the sterilization and mutilation of children at that young age the same thing that the man rachel levin pointed levine pointed out he wouldn't have his kids if he had been sterilized at that young age but all around us we have these tech giants and, and they're not these are not private companies how often as i said this how often have we talked about the party and that they're one organism working together. YouTube put out a series of videos in 2022 to get us all excited about how very, very responsible they are in the way that they block misinformation and take it down. We remove content that violates our misinformation policies. But in order to do that, we need a clear set of facts to base our policies on. But often misinformation isn't that clear cut. It's constantly evolving, and there isn't always expert consensus. And that YouTube, we believe in openness. We want diverse voices and a broad range of perspectives to flourish, including when there's disagreement and debate. So where does that leave us with potential misinformation? Do we just leave it up if we don't have all the facts? That's a good question, Anjali. So we refer to content that comes close to but doesn't quite cross the line of violating our guidelines as borderline content. And borderline content could be things like wild speculations about recent events or long-standing conspiracy theories that say things like the moon landing was fake. And obviously, we have great videos on YouTube that explain that moon landing actually happened. In 2019, we started demoting borderline content in recommendations, resulting in a 70% drop in watch time on non-subscribed recommended borderline content in the U.S. that year. We saw a drop in watch time of borderline content coming from recommendations in other countries as well. So the next question is, how do we decide what's borderline? And that can be really tricky. And that's why we rely on external evaluators located around the world to provide critical input on the quality of a video. And what they're looking at is whether the content is inaccurate, misleading, or deceptive. Okay, so that's part of their approach because I cut the clip off because it was making me sick. It's about one minute longer. All right, so that's their approach. So let's examine what we learned in 2022 about such an approach. Go to YouTube. No, I mean, if you're not driving and you're around the PC, would you do me a favor? Head over to YouTube and go and search the phrase Trump lunged. Got that? When I returned to the White House, I walked upstairs towards the chief of staff's office and I noticed Mr. Renato lingering outside of the office. Once we had made eye contact, he quickly waved me to go into his office, which was just across the hall from mine. 
When I went in, he shut the door, and I noticed Bobby Angle, who is the head of Mr. Trump's security detail, sitting in a chair, just looking somewhat discombobulated and a little lost. Um, and I, I looked at Tony, and he had said, did you effing hear what happened in the Beast? I said, no, Tony, I, I just got back. What happened? Tony proceeded to tell me that when the president got in the beast, he was under the impression from Mr. Meadows that the off-the-record movement to the Capitol was still possible and likely to happen, but that Bobby had more information. So once the president had gotten into the vehicle with Bobby, he thought that they were going up to the Capitol, and when Bobby had relayed to him, we're not, we don't have the assets to do it, it's not secure, we're going back to the West Wing, the president had very strong, a very angry response to that. Um, Tony described him as being irate. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm. So he lunged for the steering wheel. That's still on YouTube. Now, remember, they turned to the authorities. The FBI said that didn't happen. The FBI that has access to YouTube, the FBI that runs, in my judgment, Twitter, that same FBI who told us it's the safest, most secure election in history, that same FBI that Merrick Garland, the paper bully, said he will not stand by while the professionalism of agents are questioned even as they go and track down school board members from Ording, Washington, and kick their door in, even though they had offered to turn themselves in and then destroy their gun safe, even though the school board member said, I will give you the code to my gun safe. I'll give you I'll give you access to my gun safe. Here you go. Here's the combination. No, we prefer to weld it open. So on YouTube, when the FBI says, well, no, wait, actually, Cassidy Hutchison was incorrect. And number one, the president wasn't in the beast. That's not the vehicle he took. Number two, the FBI said, no, he never lunged. Number three, I've talked to people who've worked in the Secret Service who've said, you can't lunge. The principal, in this case, the president, wouldn't be able to make it towards the driver because of the security apparatus in those cars. And number four, she was under supposedly under oath on the clown show J6 committee. That's hearsay. She never witnessed it. It's a rumor that wouldn't ever make it into court. So does YouTube have that blocked as disinformation? Because I know that they were amongst the first to ban Alex Jones, along with Twitter and Facebook and everyone else. And if we're going to just track down how YouTube deals with disinformation, it might be a good idea for us to look into something else in relation to January 6th and just do another bit of Googling about uh, January 6th. Google and YouTube pretend to be not related, but they are. They're all held under the company called Alphabet, which is a Google entity. It's their holding company. So one of the things we need to learn if the government says, accuses other people of doing it, they're doing it. If the government says something's happening, it's probably not. What the government says is a lie. Distrust and then verify. But there's something else about disinformation. If it's being blocked, it's something you want to go see. Look for the things being blocked. Yeah, look for the things being blocked. That's, that's, that's a very, very good rule. Um, there are in our society... There are things that are blocked. There's, there's organizations that have far too much power. I've proven, I think, on the program that pharma really, really runs the country. Purchase access to our kids' bodies, 
Uh, the Obamacare Act was forcing people to purchase products they don't want from companies they don't like at prices they cannot afford. Fortunately, as we build this parallel society group of partners, uh, there's Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell is comes from a, a generation of or comes from a family. The founder of of Healthy Cell's dad is a legendary doctor who operates outside of what the medical establishment deems, uh, you know, the good medicine, meaning he's patient centered, (laughs) meaning he treats people one on one, meaning he doesn't listen to what insurance companies say. He listens to what patients need in terms of help. And then he monitors that very, very quickly. So when his son started Healthy Cell, he came from that background. And, you know, pharma is not our friend. As they continue to push vitamins that you largely cannot absorb and sleep aids you largely cannot absorb because it's easy for them. And why change it if people are still buying it? And Healthy Cell went the other direction. They invented something called microgel technology. Okay, this is a, this is a system that they own. It allows them to deliver aids like sleep help, REM sleep, vitamins, and the daily vitamins that you're buying now, this is 165% more absorbable than tablets because of Healthy Cell's digestible microgel technology. That's something that only they make. And there's also... The middle of the day shutdown, where your brain starts to shut down, there's focus and recall. My suggestion is try all three of these products and see what they do for you. I stand by all three of them. The focus and recall product replaces my afternoon bone frog coffee. They have a website that's specifically for this podcast family. It is at healthycell.com slash Todd. That's HealthyCell.com slash Todd and use promo code Todd for 20% off your first order. Again, that's HealthyCell.com slash Todd, promo code Todd for 20% off your first order. The vitamins, 165% more absorbable. The REM sleep aid, go to sleep more smoothly, go back to sleep. That's my experience. And focus and recall, fantastic way to bolster your attention when that afternoon shutdown comes without being awake all night. HealthyCell.com slash Todd, promo code Todd. So one of the things we learned in 2022 that we need to take the lessons into 2023 is that the government doesn't like anyone who questions the narrative. Consider Alex Jones. And everybody who's listened to the show knows my problem with Alex and Sandy Hook. He was wrong. It was not a false flag event. I knew that because I had a former friend who's no longer my friend because of that event. That's hurtful. I really, really love Brian, and I miss, I miss being friends with him. And his mom was there, and she sheltered little kids with her body. Thank God that she's one of the people who made it out. So I know his mom is not an actor. I know the kids who died there were not crisis actors. Okay, so that really bothered me that Alex did that. Now, should it cost him $2 bucks? No. Compare 2022 and the amount of lies that the media told. They continue to pretend that J6 protesters murdered cops. They continue to pretend that men are women. They continue to pretend that the injections are safe and effective. They continue to pretend all of this. But it's not going to cost them a billion bucks. So back to testing this. Again, if you're not driving, pull up on YouTube or pull up on Google. And search Alex Jones, January 6th, and see if you are told by these PSYOP intelligence outfits, Google, etc., if Alex Jones was responsible for January 6th. And then, if you find those articles, then remember this.
So there is Alex Jones saying, march to the other side, stay away from the Capitol. Is that reflected in the record in Google? Is that what you see? Is that what you see in YouTube who says that they removed disinformation? Do you see something? I don't. What about Ray Epps? The very opposite. Of course, Epps time and time and time again. We need to go into the Capitol, into the Capitol. That's where our problem is. We need to go inside the Capitol. So if the government accuses others of doing it, they're doing it. That would indicate to me that they were involved in making January 6th worse. And I think we all know they were. If they're accusing you, they're doing it. If they say it's not happening, it's happening. Distrust and verify. And if it turns out that this is one of the times where they told the truth, well, fantastic. They told the truth on an occasion. And this, there's protected people. There are some folks who are too connected to fail. Now, that's been happening forever. But right now, the government has no interest in even pretending otherwise. We all know Ray Epps is the one guy who didn't come up at all in the January 6th investigation because the Democrats closed ranks to protect him. That means he was a part of it by just going with what we're going Looking at the pattern recognition, if they said Ray Epps wasn't involved, he was involved. Because they accused Alex Jones of being the guy that did all this. What about this? What about some of the simple stuff? You know how the media, the old media, they love to do their fact checking. But what about that? Are we to believe that the FBI and the CIA and the Department of Homeland Security and every other federal agency has embedded themselves in Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Reddit, but not? No, they'd never, ever go to broadcast media. That would be a bridge too far. I'm here to tell you again that some of your favorite conservative talk show hosts are not allowed to say the following phrases. Fake news. The election was stolen or rigged. They can't say that. The media is corrupt. They can't say that. That's in conservative talk radio. Now, am I saying that's government involvement? I don't know. I absolutely don't. I know it's bizarre. I know it's very recent. I know it didn't happen until recently. That I know. So what about just basic fact-checking? We beat Farmer this year. We beat Farmer this year, and it mattered. We're going to change people's lives. That's a man under whose watch Pfizer and Moderna saw record increases in their stock. They saw record increases in income for their CEOs. They saw unchecked power around the globe. They saw the ability to create secret contracts with governments. They found the ability to forcibly inject children. They found the ability to blackmail people into getting shot up with this poison. But yes, yes, they beat pharma. Anybody with a pencil and a piece of paper can simply go to the Google machine, look at the revenues of of Moderna and Pfizer, look at the payouts of the now retired boss of Pfizer and do a quick comparison and understand the absolute grift of that statement. But that didn't get fact checked. And of course, now we know with the latest installment of the Twitter files that yes, of course, the government was using Twitter and Facebook to shut people like me down and to limit our reach, and to shadow ban us, or as I've been on a six-day suspension and told next time your account's gone, indicates to me that Elon Musk hasn't been successful in changing things. Why? Because people are policy. I love what Elon's trying to do, and if he really wants it to happen, he needs to fire everybody in content management, every person. And then hire people who absolutely will not play that game. Now, where did this all get started? Well, we know where the phrase conspiracy theory came from. It came from the Kennedy assassination. And we know now that Tucker Carlson says he has seen proof 
that the CIA was involved in the killing of JFK. That's Tucker based on, as I understand it, one source. Now, I trust Tucker, but it's one source. But what about this? When did this all begin? You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won. Now, the fact checkers have pointed out, oh, Barack Obama wasn't saying to do that. He was warning people. Uh, If you like your plan, you can keep it. Benghazi came from a YouTube video. Isn't that right, Susan Rice? Not a smidgen of corruption. When did this all begin? See, what he's saying there, let's just apply our theory to it. If they're accusing you of doing it, they're actually the ones doing it. Didn't he say you just need to flood the public square with raw sewage? What about this? What about Joe Scarborough and the so-called Reverend Al Sharpton talking about what doesn't appear in the Bible? What if, what if I could fact check this with about five words? to understand the truth about what's in the Bible and what's not in the Bible. It's important because that's been used on the right to justify this. Um, You know, it's so fascinating that conservatives, so-called conservatives have long said, oh, abortion, uh, Roe needs to be overturned because abortion is never mentioned in the Constitution. Well, Rev, it's also not mentioned, as you know, better than anybody in the Bible. It's not mentioned in the New Testament. It's not mentioned in the Gospels. It's not mentioned by Jesus not one time, which is why my church, uh, the Southern Baptist Church, uh, was still pro-choice. This has nothing to do with Jesus. Let me say it again. This has nothing to do with Jesus. This is political, especially for evangelicals. Do Democrats need to aggressively go out there Real Christians that really study the Bible ought to be incensed. I've been a preacher since I was a little boy. I am incensed and insulted that they have hijacked the Bible and Jesus to distort and misquote. Well, it's not even misquote, create quotes that are not there to justify a right wing uh, kind of ideology that would take away the rights of women and then schedule better than Trump. And we got to stop this. Oh, no, no, no. You've got to be out there or we shouldn't vote. Well, look at what you got. What did you think would happen? You- I have a lot of trouble listening to an entire piece of Al Sharpton fighting with himself in terms of trying to get things said. But it's not even five words. It's four. Thou shalt not murder. But is there something else? Yeah, we could turn to the Lord saying, Lord Jesus, if you get between him and the little ones, better that a millstone be hooked up around your neck and be tossed into the ocean. You know what gets between the little ones coming to him? Uh, Abortion. So Barack Obama, raw sewage, right? Bulwark Capital Management, KnowYourRiskRadio.com. Can I just give a plug real quick for Zach's radio show? Yeah, I mean, we talk about the funds, and it's important, and you need to get your money in there. In my judgment, uh, it's, it's it's the only fund that's run by a guy who shows the sort of humility that Zach does, and it comes through in how he manages the company and the fact that it's based upon risk management and the fact that he's willing to stick his neck out and say, wow, I don't understand this marketplace. But can I also ask you to go to knowyourriskradio.com? Zach has a fantastic radio show that's weekly. He interviews people he thinks are great experts. 
who tell truth. It's also there at knowyourriskradio.com that you can leave a note and have Zach's company get in touch with you. I've had young people say, well, I don't have enough money for Bulwark Capital Management to care about me. Mm, Might not be true. If you want your money in a risk management, risk management obsessed arena, get with them at knowyourriskradio.com. I've had people say to me, well, you know, I'm still working. And I intend to keep working because I like it or I need to work so I can't have Zach manage my money. Nope, not necessarily true. If you are 58 years of age or older, you can transfer control of your 401k. And I'm talking about your company's 401k. You can can transfer control of that over to Bulwark Capital Management and their team of management and manage it. That is not a taxable event. Now, if you're five years from retirement, it is vital that you get in touch with Bulwark Capital Management and get into a risk management-based portfolio. Call them at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK. Or again, go to knowyourriskradio.com. Learn about the radio show. You can put your name in there. They'll get in touch with you. That way, you don't have to go to the phone. Knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative, Trek Financial LLC, and SEC registered investment advisor. So Barack Obama said you just need to flood the world with raw information sewage and soon people, uh, raw information sewage, did I say that the right way? And soon people won't know who to believe. And Mr. President, we're getting right. GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that we could be in a recession? We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh... And, and, and yet we're in one. <laughs> we were probably in one at the time. Hey, what harms women? You know what harms women? Going to a clinic where someone says you actually don't have to abort your baby. Actually, there are people who will stand with you through the adoption process, through a job training process. No, you really actually don't need to abort your baby. But what does Lizzie Warren say about that? Raw sewage. They are giving it over to people who wish them harm. And that has to stop. We need to put a stop to that in Massachusetts right now. If they say it harms you, it probably doesn't. Distrust and verify. If they're accusing other people of doing it, they're doing it themselves. That would mean that Lizzie Warren understands that abortion so often harms women, not to mention the baby. What about our finances? We just spoke about Zach Abraham. Do me a favor. If you're not driving, shut your eyes and imagine your finances. Right now, this is not another announcement for Zach. Shut your eyes and imagine your finances. Do you agree with the guy who gets to run the mobbed up, rigged up economy? Mr. Powell. But if you, so if you look at it, uh, the strength of the economy, households are in very strong financial shape. They've still got a lot of excess savings from, from you know, forced saving. <laughs> Is that what came to mind? Excess savings? One of the things we've learned, we've known for a long time, but now we have absolute complete proof. With the shiny-shoed Republicans once again twisting the knife into our back and voting for, um, for, for, for Joe Biden and the people who run Biden's spending orgy and voting for the gun-grabbing and voting for building borders everywhere but here and voting for funding funding Ukraine, funding everything but what we need in the United States of America. As we watch this happen once again, we know this. There is a closed club and we ain't members. Oh, how do you become a member? Well, you have to be a member to become a member, right? I'm here to give you an update on the FBI's investigation of Secretary Clinton. What I want to do is tell you what we're recommending. But first, let me tell you what we found. 110 emails...
regulation. Second trait of flight, you should have known that an unclassified system was no place for that conversation. I did not email any classified material to anyone on my email. None of these emails should have been on any kind of unclassified system, not even Gmail. Well, first of all, nothing was marked classified. To the contrary, nothing was marked classified. There is evidence nothing that nothing was marked classified. There's a small club, and we are not members of Thank it. Thank you very much, Mr. Chairman. I would hope that as we discuss violent extremism, that one thing that we could all agree on is that it is wrong and dangerous for any political actor and certainly any executive administration to try to leverage the threat of violent extremism, to mislead Congress, to go after political opponents, or to threaten the speech and First Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens. But unfortunately, that is exactly what the Biden administration has done. And we have new insight into that today because of the actions of a patriotic whistleblower who contacted my office along with Senator Grassley a short time ago and provided to us documents from the Department of Homeland Security relating to that agency's disinformation board. That was last summer. And we began now to question and truly look at the FBI as the enemy of this country. The FBI at the top is an enemy of the United States of America. Nothing, they say, should be believed. If there are any Republicans who want to save this country, it will start by scrapping all bosses at the FBI, all of them and rebuilding it from ground up. This is something we need to understand. That law enforcement exists to help the club of which we are not a member. And the club of which they're, the club that they're, they're trying to preserve is their power, is their ultimate control. That's why they hate populism. That's why when populism or populist ideas pop up on the left, they're just fine with that. Oh, Peter, go ahead. Thanks, Green. A follow-up about the MAGA Republican attention. So if we're all in agreement that it is incorrect to say the 2020 election was stolen, what about the 2016 election? Look, I'm not going to go back to where we were or what happened in 2016. We're going to focus on the here and now. We're going to focus on what's happening today, uh, this inflection point that the president pointed out uh, very clearly, very decisively uh, in, in a few speeches about what the country needs to do at this time to bring the country together. And he believes that's where majority of Americans are when it comes to protecting our democracy, when it comes to protecting our rights, and when it comes to protecting our freedoms. That's what we're going to talk about. About, that's what we're going to focus on, on where we are at today. But just in trying to understand the new attention on the MAGA Republicans, you tweeted in 2016 oh, Trump was stole an oh. election. You I tweeted, was waiting, Peter, when you were going to ask me that question. Well, great. here we go. <laughs> you tweeted Trump stole an election. You tweeted Brian Kemp stole an election. If denying election results yeah. is extreme now, yeah. why was So let's, let's be really clear. That... That comparison that you made is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous because we are not a member of the club. That woman is paid to sit, or pardon me, to stand behind a podium and read lies from a piece of paper. Her qualifications are these. She has somehow, through black magic, no pun intended, determined that she's a woman, a thing that no longer exists. And she is apparently also identifies as black. That's, an, oh, well, then there's this. She's a BIPOC. Oh, yeah. She's same-sex attracted. Full stop. Those are her qualifications. Full stop. We pay her money to lie to us because she's a member of the club. How did she get in? Don't know. Because you have to be a member to join. And when you're a member, you get to say all sorts of things and question all sorts of elections. What does all this collectively do to how we perceive the Supreme Court? Oh, I think the Supreme Court is, this is, can, um, I think there are no more black robes. I think the robes are red and blue. I think what's striking about Roe is it's the first time in my lifetime that I can think of where a Supreme Court took away a right. Supreme Court's, I, mean, it, I, I can't think of another court in the last hundred years that has done this. 
uh, right that was there taken away. You know, we're used to the Supreme Court granting rights, same-sex marriage, you know, sort of um, in reinterpreting things. This is a specific right being taken away from slightly more than half the population. So I, I just think it's, it's going... We don't fully know the consequences yet. That's why we love the phrase unintended consequences. And I think there's going to be a lot of them, short term, medium term and long term. But the trust in the court and the erosion of that and making it be viewed as an extraordinarily partisan institution. You know, we already we already have that in the House and the Senate. And I think now, particularly what happened this week, particularly how the how Donald Trump appointed the Supreme Court, how he went about it, particularly the, the you know, and the whole Scalia thing with McConnell and all that, there really is a, a lot of people who believe this is a rigged court. A rigged court. Not to mention the fact that he slipped up there and said, we're used to the Supreme Court granting rights. Uh, that's not the design. Further, they didn't take away a right. That right never existed. A court invented it. The thing you like, Chuck Todd. But then again, he's a member of the club. No discussion can take place about 2022 and what it means for 2023 without the words of one man who is the predictor of the future. If we allow it, what should it mean? We'll get to that. Hey, this has been a tremendous year for Bonefrog Coffee. And Tim just asked me to do this. He said, hey, would you take a second? And we love the fact that you love our coffee and that you want people to drink more of it and and buy more of it. But from Tim and his heart and his team, thank you. Uh, Bone Frog has a retail store coming because, largely because of this program and you guys supporting them. He's been able to make it through an incredible personal storm. One day, I hope and I pray I can get Tim to come on here and talk about what's been going on with his family during this period of time. I can tell you only a guy like Krukshank could make it through it this way and keep going. I'm just telling you, when you learn you're going to have even more respect for this man. I'm going to leave it there. It's bonefrog.us if you want to drop Tim a note of encouragement to keep going. Because I'm here to tell you there'd be every reason in the world for Tim on a personal basis to fold it up. But then again, (laughs) as my favorite hat says from a Navy SEAL himself, Marcus Luttrell, you are never out of the fight. It's bonefrog.us if you want to just drop him a note. It's also on social. And we'll get back to talking about the coffee. In fact, we'll have to have Tim on for an update. I will try to get him to talk about the personal circumstance because it's vital, I think, that people understand what you can do when you refuse to fold. Bonefrog.us. No discussion on 2022 would be complete without the words... Of America's favorite sociopath, psychopath. I say that judged, but judged on his behaviors. Not guessing, not pretending to be a psychologist. It's called the Fauci effect. People go to medical school now. People are interested in science not because of me, because people, most people, don't know me, who I am. It's what I symbolize, and what I symbolize. In, a, in an era of the normalization of untruths and lies and, and all the things you're seeing going on in society, people the craving for consistency, for integrity, for truth, and for people caring about people. It's called the Fauci effect. <laughs> it's called the Fauci effect. Do you regret particularly the last one, the shutdown, the sweeping shutdown that some said made things worse. No, I I don't, uh, Neil. And in fact, I think we need to make sure that your listeners understand I didn't shut down anything. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. And the only way to do that 
is by draconian means of essentially shutting down a country. We know that we can do that if we shut down. Well, I think one of the things you really need to do to the extent that you can shut down mm. temporarily mm. the country, I think is important. Well, if I knew at the time that shutting down would have such a dramatic effect on controlling the spread, obviously we would have shut down earlier. There are those who say you shut down your destructive things by disrupting the economy. And others say, well, if you save so many infections by shutting down, why didn't you shut down two weeks earlier? Yeah. You can't have a discussion about 2022 without having a discussion about that man and the people in his wake. So-called Dr. Jaw. I've heard Secretary Cardona say this over and over again. You know, people do talk about going back to normal. And I've heard Mr. Secretary uh, say, you know, normal wasn't working out so well for, for some people. And so the goal in my mind is not to go back to normal. The goal is to build a very different new normal. He admits it. The lockdowns and the masks. The forced injections. The kill off. Because it's a kill off. Pretending men are women. Pretending racism is not racism. And letting the government censor Americans and partner with companies to do that in a brutally un-American way is what they intend. Because they intend to crush us. They cannot take our souls. They can harm the body. They're proving that. They can kill the body. They cannot affect our souls. Once we're with the Lord Jesus, we cannot be ripped from his grasp. We would have to surrender that position. And so we can't. 2023 needs to be a time of putting on the full armor of God on a daily basis. It needs to be a time of changing our language. We've talked about so much evil today. I beg us in 2023 to remind ourselves that the evil is being done through people. Otherwise, we could fall into Satan's trap of beginning to hate these people. This is my personal challenge to myself for 2023, and I invite you to join me in that. Thank you again for a fantastic year. We'll have fresh shows again tomorrow. In fact, our two coming up. We want to talk about screwing the system back? <laughs> okay, let's talk about screwing the system back. A little bit of a different tone, maybe. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and put on the full armor of God for 2023.